Okay, until evidence declares otherwise, I do believe that we are currently on the interwebs. Hooray. <laughs> that is much better because of the long pause. <laughs> yeah, probably true. All right. Hello and welcome to Pack Tactics on our new night, tentatively speaking. Um, changing from Monday to Tuesday for reasons, from 8.30 to 7 for additional reasons. Um, I get to go bed to bed earlier is one of those reasons, but never mind about that. Uh, this is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons all kobold spelljammer campaign. And the longer we play, the more additional words I'm going to have to put in that description, I'm sure. Because right now I should also be adding on the moon. Although <laughs> we're not technically on the moon right now. With me tonight are a bunch of awesome people. Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy... My name is Crash. I'll be your DM for the evening. And what happened last week? Elves. We totally know Doldane. That too. It is now canon that a common form of elf music involves rubbing two crystals together. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but they yeah, refer to we... it as cricket punk. <laughs> but yeah, we, we met a group of elves that were trying to defect because they think they're captains going against the Admiralty Board, and we were trying to figure out how to get on board the carrier ship in order to negotiate a treaty or ceasefire, and we decided that in order to help us out with that, we should pick up Daldane, because I mean, Daldane... Go ahead. If you need to negotiate a treaty, the person to contact might be the level 19 bard. I mean, Which you didn't cool. know any level 20 bards, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess all they don't have to do. Yeah, officially we should have gotten Sniv, but none of us want Sniv involved. No, Sniv is not no. level twenty, <laughs> and also has a history with the diplomacy canonically. Yeah. yeah. So, so what you're saying is Sniv is experienced. <laughs> I, I like. <laughs> Might have been trying to make intimidation checks instead of persuasion checks. Raise your hand if your character's never done that. <laughs> <laughs> I am fairly certain that more than one of you physically raised a hand. Well, I can't see you, but I have a good guess. I don't think it was EO, however. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, note that we did not bring Zeli on board. Also true. Yeah. Yeah, but I believe that's where we left off, is that we picked up Daldane, and we decided to try to dock with the carrier ship. Okay. And since your own ship is currently, shall we say, um, in the shop, you opted to take the ship that the mutineers had kind of sort of appropriated. Which is fine. It's all fine. Well, we know they would attack any other ship on site, at least based on what the mutineers said. So there is a chance they won't with this one? Yes, there is a chance. Especially if they don't know that the mutiny happened yet. Which is possible because they played dead after being shot out of the sky by a certain Zeli, who may or may not have been laughing maniacally. Yeah, didn't you also say this was... was for real. <laughs> Yeah, didn't you also say this was a basic cargo ship, not one of their warships as well? Also true. Has, has weapons on board, but nothing designed for ship-to-ship -ship combat. More for repelling borders. So yeah, Daldane said they were going to give us all 23 hit points before we docked. Okay. Temporary hit points. And yeah, I think that covers it. All right. And Cobalt is currently piloting the ship. Uh, Cobalt is one of the quote-unquote mutineers. Uh, Cobalt is apparently a wizard. Uh, also, there is Rhodey, who is a rogue. Meitner, who is a cleric of Ptah, which is apparently a deity that exists within the Phlogiston. Or at least you can receive power from this cleric from the Phlogiston. Well, while you're in the Phlogiston but not inside a crystal sphere that's been locked off from the rest of reality. So, Meitner is a bit grumpy. And the ship that you're on is called the Good Samarium. And Good as know. you're... Sorry? Good to know. Mm -hmm. 
And as you're approaching, uh, Cobalt is looking more and more nervous. It's not a good sign. I mean, I'm fairly certain they don't know we took a detour, but they might. So I'm trying to act casual about it with the approach, but I also kind of don't want them to shoot us out of space if they suspect something. I don't know if I have cold chills because of this whole situation or because it's still really damp in here from the whole lake incident. Oh, that could be me too. I use undead in some of my performing. It kind of rubs off sometimes. I don't really have words for replying to that right now. All right, so just, you know, fly casual and see if we can convince them everything's cool. Why does everyone always say that? (laughs) I'm glad somebody said it because I have been resisting the urge to do so. I mean... I keep being told it's keeping your distance, but not acting like you're keeping your distance. I can't keep my distance. I need to dock. <laughs> that is part of this procedure. Right. Well, then just, you know, park the ship where you need to dock like you normally would. Like everything's cool. You know, kind of okay. casually, I guess. You know, if you keep saying that word, it's going to lose all meaning. Eh, yeah. Yeah. starts saying casual over and over again. <laughs> <clears throat> immediately is punched by Meitner. <laughs> Just don't be suspicious. I have concerns about why I think that's funny. But if you don't have inspiration, you have inspiration now. Okay, so the ship approaches and docks with what appears to be a larger version of the ship that you're in. Uh, imagine, if you will, that this ship had enlarged, reduced cast on it several times to make it bigger. It got meaner looking and then hooked up with three of its friends. As in literal, they're, they're all attached. They're grown together. For a second, I thought you meant enlarge and then reduce. <laughs> no, it's, I believe it's one spell now. It's enlarge and reduce are not separate spells. Anymore. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Fifth edition simplified a lot of things. Just like protection from good and evil doesn't actually protect from good or evil. It protects from extra planar beings. Right. But... You know, whatever. Hey, um, uh, Dalte? Yeah? Drink this. Okay. <laughs> um, She's level 19. I... What can you do to her? <laughs> Cast Enhance Ability to give her Eagle's Splendor and advantage on Charisma checks for an hour. What does Eagle's Splendor do? Gives you advantage on Charisma checks for an hour. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, I like how, oh, and by the way, hello, LFA. Who, who apparently is arriving in French, but yeeting in spaces between letters. <clears throat> uh, my comment was specifically because, like, most people, if... Most people who know Chroma, if Chroma runs up to them and says, Hey, drink this, there will be questions first. <laughs> there, there may, in fact, be the decision of, sure, I will. But it will begin with questions. However, Daldane was like, Sure. <laughs> Because Daldane is level 19, what are you going to do to her, even if it fails horribly? <laughs> I mean, it's a fair cop. Oh no, now I'm only as good as a level 18 bard. <laughs> that still knows wish. All right. Um, so the ship flies up. The docking procedure goes through. Um, apparently the docking procedure is signaled not with a lot of magic communication there's no intercom button or anything it is primarily done through light signals uh, so blinking lights say hey park here and blinking lights say hey i want to park here and that's all taken care of um there's some clunking as uh, the airlock is attached to the side of the ship and cobalt says okay so um we should probably go out first because if the hatch opens and several kobolds and a warforged hop out there might be more concerns than if we go out first. Okay. And I really don't like that idea, but I don't see any other way around it. Unless any of you can magically transform yourself into elves? Anyone? Mm. Anyone? Nope. I could Anyone? disguise myself as a really short elf. Let's put that on the maybe pile. I could turn into a parrot and ride your shoulder. We'll put that slightly higher up on the maybe pile. I, mean, I could, I could stay in some shadows. We'll put that slightly down on the maybe pile. <clears throat> what was that? Oh, that was Daldane saying, well, 
I could turn into an elf, but it would be a pretty basic elf. Like, I, I mean, wouldn't be able to do anything. Would you still be able to be a negotiator? Maybe. I haven't tried it yet. Is your hesitation because it would take a lot out of you, or because you just not you just haven't done that before? Well, when I turn people into things, very often they lose their ability to communicate. And even if I turn myself into an elf, I don't know Elvish. I, I could be an Elvish impersonator, but I don't know <laughs> Elvish. <laughs> Take your inspiration and enjoy it because oh. you have earned it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, we really just need to get through the outer ranks first. Actually, I, I have no idea what the plan is after this. Why, why did we agree to this again? I'm going to try don't... to negotiate. Yeah, yes, but like there, was, there was the gap. There, there was the um, meet up with a skilled negotiator. That, that's you. Doc with the EAS Nobelium. We're here. Right. Then there's a bunch of question marks. And then step four is profit, which I, I don't understand why step four is profit. What? Basically, we're going to want to try to arrange talks with whoever is the most senior commanding officer on the ship. And we're going to try to negotiate a peaceful solution that doesn't involve them attacking the kobolds on the moon. Okay. How? Well, first, we'll see if there's anything you guys want besides the moon. Because... I'll Just tell you right there, the that's... Yeah. yeah. Nope, that's ours. There's a knock on the airlock door. Everything okay in there? Oh, that's tell him you. Have, oh. Tell him you have prisoners you want to present to the captain. Oh, no. Ooh, that, oh. that works? Yes, we're I don't find know. Out. Because, you know, I, I've, I've been a pilot for a while, and I have to say, that has never worked. Okay. It works for armies where presenting prisoners to the captain is something that's normal but yeah if that's not something you guys do then that's probably not the I best mean, no it's well we take prisoners in conflicts yes that happens but we don't take them to the captain we put them in the brig and maybe the captain will come and see them after multiple interrogations right mm. uh, what if you told him you had a diplomatic representative from the people who own the moon you think that would work honestly true obs is disconnected isn't that nice I mean, it's still recording locally, but um, the internet kerfluffles that were happening today might be part of the issue. Someone cut a cable in Ooh. Brooklyn. In Brooklyn? And that took out large sections of the Verizon Fios network oh. over the northern east coast. Oh, I had no idea, but I'm yeah. not anywhere near there. So. Well, it happened as far down south as D.C., and I'm in a suburb of Baltimore. So, okay. yay! Well, you're still broadcasting to us, so... Yes, I'm still broadcasting to you. LFA, however, is now left in the dark. Aww. Or rather, left with a Technicolor image of somebody holding their head? That, that's a weird Twitch thing. OBS reconnection successful! We are live again. We live. return to the Benny Hill scene. <laughs> Yakety Sax begins to play on loop. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. That, wouldn't that be Three Stooges? But No, never mind. Yes. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. That or that Hanna-Barbera cartoon with the talking shark. Or that. Or, or <laughs> there is a significant number of animated things. Never mind. All right. So after your suggestion that you tell the truth, Cobalt looks blankly and says, huh, you know, that might just be unorthodox enough to work. Right. Let's try it. And Cobalt walks over to the door. Opens it up, walks out, and says, Hey, uh, you're never going to believe this, but we've got... Oh, what the heck is... I'm going to poke my head out of the door. <laughs> you yeah, poke your head out, and you see two hippo people who are next, who are side by side with a tiefling in between them. Oh, hey, there are guests here. Hello. We're uh, negotiators. No, this is just getting worse. Wow, what's this? <clears throat> They're guests. They're really cool, and they have guns. That's why they're really cool. Yes, Chroma does not speak for the rest of us. No, not on this one. Uh, if our one friends of, don't recognize them. One of the GIF uh, look sort of side-eyes the other GIF and says, 
Do you, do you hear that? They're fans of our work. Shh, Corporal Westinghouse, control yourself. Uh, the tiefling clears his throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, I, I understand how by uh, quite imposing bodyguards uh, do lend to distracting from you know, others in the immediate area. But we do seem to be making quite a scene as evidenced by the, um, and he gestures. And you see that there are a significant number of technicians and repair crews and maintenance crews, um, all elves, all for the most part wearing overalls, definitely not looking like they are the kind of uh, people who want to be in combat, just staring at your entire group. Okay, you make a good point. What do you suggest we do? I suggest we find out whoever's in charge of this carrier, I, I believe I've been told it is. Uh, I don't know about you. I have some guesses. Uh, but I am actually here to try to negotiate. So I'm very interested in seeing if I can meet someone with any level of authority to do something other than uh, tighten a bolt. And well, hey, that's what we're here for, too. The negotiating, not the tightening bolts. I mean, I, I can tighten a bolt, but um, not in the middle of a negotiation, probably. It looks like they have plenty of people to do that, and not very many people to negotiate. So let's stick with the negotiation. For, right. Forgive my impertinence, but you're Doldane, aren't you? Yes, I am. Doldane! I'm oh, oh, my stars. I am so honored to meet you. I have been a fan for years. Got to see you in concert a few times. I was uh, some uh, a ways back. Uh, I'm sure you never met me, but I I am a big fan of your work. Uh, I am I... so pleased that you recognized me and that you appreciate my work. Thank you so much. If I, if I could be so bold as to ask for an autograph. Of course. And I'll sign one of my cards and hand it over. Oh, thank you so much. This, this I am going to hold on to, I assure you. And he puts it in a, one of his many pockets. Uh, it is a, but where are my manners? Uh, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Mo. I had a feeling um, it was correct Mo. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't we meet already? We did. In a cave? You're uh, fighting goblins, or actually having them fight each other, I think. Oh, oh, it was dark. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you're right. It's, I, I admit, and this is embarrassing, I, I'm, I'm still kind of starstruck. I, Fair enough, yeah. All right. I, I was not expecting to, to meet the Daldane. Seriously. It, not, okay, many people get to see Daldane. Not many people get to meet Daldane. Uh, excuse me? Um, who are you? Oh, oh, um, we, sh we should probably, um, one moment, we'll be right with you. Can we talk privately? Where? Uh, could you give us a moment? We're, we're not really supposed to... Could you give us a moment, please? It would probably be best if you found something else to do somewhere else that isn't here for a little while so we could have a polite conversation and then get out of your way in a much more expedient fashion. Yo, that sounds I like a really good idea. And they, they all walk away. I consider it a personal favor. Thank you. By the time you are saying you consider it a personal favor, they are already walking away. And Mo just well, looks back at you. I consider it a personal favor. Mo just looks back at you and say... Mass suggestion is a wonderful spell. Anyway, where were we? So, I'm willing to guess, based on several factors, that you're here about the whole elves attacking the moon thing. Oh, that That's and the correct. Giants. Yep. Oh yes, and the giants. I'm, I'm honestly less worried about the giants than the elves. Um, mm -hmm. The elves are, well, based on some of my sources... I think they might be interesting, interested in appropriating that moon base of yours and, you know, the rest of it. Yeah, they're not Yeah, they it. want to steal the moon again. Yes. Well, I didn't steal it last time, but I mean, you know. They're but not other people stole it last time. This is true, yeah. Uh -huh. It's been yes, stolen I, before. I have, yeah, I, I, I remember. I do remember the moon not being there for quite some time. Um, did I mention that I currently reside in a port city? Oh, well, that would make things interesting, wouldn't it? 
It most certainly did make things very interesting, or by another definition, very dull. I don't like dull, and I very much want the moon to stay where it is. That's our primary goal as well, so now we just need to find who we can negotiate with. Uh, That would probably be the captain of this vessel, which I haven't really been able to get a clear answer about, although, to be fair, and some guy in overalls just pokes his head and says, to be fair, go away. (laughs) Uh, To be fair, I've been here maybe two minutes before you arrived, so I haven't really done a lot of reconnoitering. And my companions here, who are very knowledgeable about what they do, especially for the price that I've paid uh, for the ferrying up here, uh, don't tend to keep up to date on Elf Armada, did you say they were? An Armada? Well, Elf Armada politics. Well... We have been told some interesting things. Cobalt is trying to look very small, which, surrounded by cobalt, is very hard to do. (sighs) Do tell. Well, apparently the captain of this ship, and perhaps the admiral of a a sub-fleet, perhaps, outside the Crystal Sphere, uh, don't exactly have orders to take the moon. They just decided it might be a good idea. They are on an unauthorized escapade. And to be fair, I've been on my share of unauthorized escapades. It is always uplifting to know that leadership is willing to take the initiative without going through unruly paperwork. This is neither the time nor the place. Oh, sorry. Leadership should go through leadership. Uh, the the issue with that is I, I'm not sure how much you know about uh, the multiverse outside your crystal sphere, but it's, uh, it's rather big. One could say large, even. Um, unordinately huge. Get on with the point. Okay, sorry, sorry. Well, in, in any case, communication lines are, uh, stretched rather thin for a wide variety of organizations. Uh, the GIF, for example, work in smaller autonomous groups to get around that. Uh, the Elf Armada does have a, an admiralty that oversees the, the big picture, but they leave a lot of the details up to the smaller groups because giving them step-by-step instructions would take, if you're lucky, weeks or months for each command. It's far too long. I think okay, that well. there is an admiral, but the admiral here is outside the Crystal Sphere and so is most of the fleet. Ah, wonderful. We can take them by surprise. This is not what we were hired for. Why not? I, and the other gif just looks at Mo and says, that's actually a good question. Why not? Mo face palms. So, Cobalt, do you know how to get to the captain or at least the senior most officer that would be available? I, I think I know where that office is. I, I suppose, but if you're, if you're planning on like, We're not going to attack, we're just going to negotiate. We got, we now have a representative of the moon and a representative of Circulus proper. And I believe both of us would really prefer to not start a war. It would put a damper on a wide variety of investments I've made over the years. If I then had to worry about space elves... We actually consider that to be a derogatory statement. I consider stealing the moon to be a derogatory statement. It's not really as that you know what I meant. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. I'm a little on edge right now. Well, you've been traveling with Giff. I can see why. Oh, no, no. They're fine. They're fine. I, I, hmm. I'm actually quite pleased to make their acquaintance. I, I haven't spent a lot of time with Giff before. They're, they're really quite charming in their own way. Why, thank you. Yes, I mean every word of that. I have um I have some long-term investments I've made that are in jeopardy for reasons that are not of my doing that are affecting me on a very personal level and I'm not really going to talk much more about that right now but it is putting me under a lot of stress so I'm not my usual jovial self sometimes and I do apologize for any outbursts I will do my best to not Utterly obliterate your captain. Okay, but 
What about the water temple? What now? I'm sorry. I, I heard a Zelda I heard a Zelda sound effect in the background and could not resist. No one likes the water temple. Never mind about that. Okay. Okay. So Cobalt starts reluctantly leading you down the hallway. And for the most part, you do not encounter people who are prepared to mount a defense against your group. There are more people who are like in office roles or maintenance roles who see you coming and just like look aghast or back away or chroma waves <laughs> give me a persuasion check okay <laughs> no what is this gonna turn into <laughs> comedy it will turn into comedy probably it just occurred to me 21 also that, oh 21's not bad you were saying I was saying, it just occurred to me also that Daldane is still in full costume and makeup from the set. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. Which, you know what? For all these elves know about kobolds, that's normal. They they probably <laughs> think Daldane is like their shaman or something. <laughs> they have no idea. Oh, how uh, funny. Kobold culture by any large margin of cobalt culture Uh-oh. it has been unheard of we we lost cindy but we lost cindy um this is something that cindy did say happens occasionally around this time so ah, okay. okay she should be back shortly it it's a network issue but it's resolved oh, yep. yes uh so with a 21 when chroma waves most of the elves chroma waves at wave back. They don't really understand why they're doing it, but it seemed like the polite response. So, that's a thing. Uh, You do, however, find some elves that are a bit more, uh, shall we say, nonplussed by your presence when you start to get to uh, the area of the ships that houses the upper echelons of offices. These elves are armed, armored, and drawing said weapons when they see a group of kobolds, two gif, and a tiefling approaching. For some strange reason, they think that, that however odd a mix that is, not elves is enough of a reason for them to be dealing with this. Hello, we're diplomats. You will drop all of your weapons and surrender. No, I don't think we will. You will roll for initiative. Or to (laughs) negotiate, not surrender. Rolling for initiative. Oh, I mean, no. I know it's easy to get those confused, but they're not quite the same thing, even though sometimes people do surrender at negotiations, I guess. 21. I'm going to use my inspiration because that was a really bad roll. Oh, that's even worse. I, bet. <laughs> I have a seven <laughs> total. Well, if you took some levels in cleric, you could say you were the healer. <laughs> oh, no. That's not going to work either. Okay, so Daldane got a 15, which charisma-based class makes sense. That's okay. Mm-hmm. 29 for Neri. 19 plus 10. <laughs> wow. Um, Try not to kill them. I feel like killing them would be bad for the negotiation. I mean, they're going to try to kill us. And Cogbucket got a 17. How many of them are there? Uh, Well... With Daldane as a level 19 and Mo as a level question mark, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that it matters. Oh, I'm just, uh, I'm wondering for Neri's sake how many there are. Oh, I see. I will give you an answer once I have managed some things. Cindy. Ah, welcome Sorry back. About that. It, we'll it's no it's fine. Uh, you warned me ahead of time. Roll for initiative. Not kidding. <laughs> I got a four. That's about what oh. I got. The first With time. a nat one. Oh, man. No, I go before you, but only by a little. I have a seven. Good news, Zax. You're not the lowest. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. We'll let everyone else do their thing, and then Zenosha can use their stick. So uh, there happen to be four guards, and there is one technician who, if they had pearls, would currently be clutching them. Hmm. I'm I'm I apologize. How many guards? Four. Okay. Four guards. Okay. Yes. Neri, <clears throat> what would you like to do? I'm going to hold my action, but before I do, I am going to say, 
Chroma has asked me to be diplomatic before I shoot. So here is my attempt at diplomacy. I can put all four of you on the floor before you have a chance to act. Don't attack. All right. Next is Chroma at initiative 21. All right. So, um, look, I I think we can probably overlook this, um, against, you know, attack on the negotiators, but, um, you're, you're not putting your weapons away. Okay, uh, Grease! And Chroma throws a glass sphere full of grease. And the nation of Greece appears above the altar. <laughs> John Travolta appears. <laughs> Ooh, I've always wanted a leather jacket. Well, you can pull it off of his cold dead body because the elves will slay him instantly. He's not known for being a combat specialty. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> Chroma casts Greece. Okay, what do I need to do? Roll dexterity saves for all of the elves that are in a 10-foot square. Why did I make Which I'm guessing elves? is all of them. Okay, so the technician got a nat 20. I Good guess for they, them. I guess they ice skate in their time off or something. I don't know. Wow. Um, guard number one. Is here. <laughs> guard number one got a 14. Does not make. DC is 16. They are not happy. Guard number two, um, well, that is much lower. Oh. Guard number three, who appears to be the beefiest of the bunch, uh, got a 19. Um, so they're still standing. And the guard that told you to put your weapons down, um, well, they have the highest bonus of all of them, which brings their roll up to a nine. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So the, the strongest looking of the guards is still standing. The technician who looks like they don't want to be here is still standing. And the rest of them, I imagine, are on an instant slip and slide. So, like, um, I am really asking you to reconsider doing this. You could, um, you could come with us, but we're not surrendering. Okay. So next up is one of the guards who is currently on the ground. And theoretically, my turret, which I summoned beforehand, could fire as a bonus action but will not. Okay, which turret is it? The force one? The, yeah. It's hey probably there. on Chroma's shoulder. <laughs> okay, so it's sort of bouncing up and down on your shoulder. Hey there, it's wonderful to meet you. I'm living on the edge. I have a chip on my shoulder while I'm on a shoulder and I'm willing to destroy all of you and everything you love, so you better listen to but that's a, that's a, I, I get the sense that's a, that's a bit too much. That's a, a I'm, I'm, I'm no, gonna... Great. <laughs> I'm gonna recalibrate for a little bit. Aww. And it just it, it swivels over and points itself at the one that's still standing, and you hear some gears turning inside of it that almost sound like it's going grrr. But it, it's probably just a gear that you need to adjust later. All right. So one of the I'm guards gonna recalibrate all- for a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most adorable little murder machine. Um. With that said, one of the guards on the ground um, reaches out and taps the standing guard on the leg and casts a spell, and a shimmering field briefly appears around the standing guard uh, before it fades from view. You have a feeling that it hasn't faded from what it's able to do, but it has faded from view. And they cast a spell against Chroma. Chroma, give me a dexterity save. Okay. 22. Yes, you make it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Their cantrip fizzles. Uh, Neri is going to use her action, if that's okay. Okay. Um, Neri is firing arrows at the one that's still standing and the closest one to the one that's still standing. Okay. Uh, Well, that would probably be the one that just cast a spell. Okay. Is it ranged attacks are at disadvantage against prone targets? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. If you're prone, um, well, that's different, but uh, no, hold on. Back up. If it's a melee attack, it's advantage. If it's ranged, it's disadvantage. If you're attacking someone who's prone, that, that is the okay. current ruling. That's what, okay. That's what, yes. that's what I was just making sure I remembered that right. Well, if you're not remembering it right, then neither am I. And we can both be wrong, or we can say it's a house rule. So a 24 for the first one and a 19 for the second. Oh, my gosh. Wow. 
Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. As Ellie is rolling, I am seeing the numbers appear in my combat tracker. Wow. Oh, I've seen it it's, on the character sheets, but I didn't know. It was it's yeah, telling it me when you roll. Everyone in the campaign. That's cool. That That is an addition I didn't know existed. That That's interesting. I'm going to have to remember that when I'm in Cogbucket and rolling. <laughs> I, right. I, I can't just you do all of my roles in Cogbucket's character sheet anymore because Cogbucket's part of the campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like they missed. You rolled an, a 25. Yeah, I guess that... How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... And now I've totally forgotten what you rolled. But the, 24 and 19. Okay, the 24 to the one that's standing, I'm assuming. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, even with Shield of Faith, that's that's going through the Shield of Faith. Okay. And the 19 is definitely going to hit the Spellcaster. Okay. So that's... 13 points of damage for the first one. 13 points of damage, and I'm using Grasping Arrow. So I know there's 7 poison damage, and it takes 2d6 slashing the first time on each turn it moves 1 foot or more. Okay. And its speed is reduced by 10 feet. All right. And against the other one? 13 for the second one. Okay. You have not killed anyone. You can be upset or breathe a sigh of relief. And I'm referring to the entire party when I say this. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm breathing a sigh of relief. If I had wanted to kill someone, (laughs) I would have rolled much differently. (laughs) It is now the technician's turn. The mute icon isn't disappearing from my... I can hear you, though. We can hear you. We can hear you. Oh, I was lagging. Okay. All right. Uh, so next up is the technician, and I can tell you that either of those attacks would have slain them instantly, as evidenced by their reaction to what Neri is doing. And they're just kind of like, I'm uh, gonna go now. Bye. And Bye. They, they use the disengage action and carefully walk backwards on the grease. Oh. <laughs> and fall on their butts. Because you have to roll if you start a turn there, or... Well, even <laughs> if it wasn't that they were starting there. a turn, they went to move, and that grease is still there. So, mm-hmm. yes. It is JR's turn. Yep, that, that's an accurate gif of the technician. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Good selection on gif, Cindy. Wonderful. Uh, JR tentatively steps forward, rolls a 17 for a dexterity check, so is not phased by the grease... You only adopted the grease. I was born in it. Or or rather, I was born with it in me. It's a long story. It's a mechanical being humor. Ha ha. Funny. I thought it was a good joke. I'm still workshopping things. Anyway. Oh, that was another pun, wasn't it? I retroactively decide that was a pun. (laughs) Um, But they tentatively move forward and actually put a hand on the shoulder of the spellcaster and say, do you require medical attention? The word you have just said, processing, I am fairly certain that that is a profanity in at least three different languages. Four. Four different languages. And because I was foolish and did not open Cogbucket's character sheet ahead of time, you can't do everything by memory, Crash. Cogbucket is lay on hands to the spellcaster for eight points. We are legitimately not here to hurt you. It is Daldane's turn. And all the excitement, I forgot Daldane got a turn. <laughs> I had to activate your character in the pack tactics thing in order to add you to the initiative tracker, but yes. <laughs> your character stats are also visible through D&D Beyond's overlay in Twitch right now, too. Oh, interesting. So if LFA is still there, they can go and see how powerful Daldane is compared to everyone else. Well, Daldane has, what, eight levels on us? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And it's the it's the eight levels that are, like, really big levels. Uh, Daldane also is going to hold her action and just says, you know, I really do recommend you give up because it doesn't seem like you're going to have a good time if I have to do something. Give me an intimidation check. Remember, you have advantage. I mean, heck, I'd give advantage for the fact that Daldane is still in her stage makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, 27. Uh, I'm gonna I don't know if you can see that on your tracker. Oh, yeah, it showed up. It took a little while, but it showed okay. up. 
And um, I rolled on my end for how they would react to that. And that right there. that one. Yeah. Did you you actually see it or did you just infer? I saw it. You did see it. I can see it. There's a little thing next to campaign pack tactics that pops up the game log. So you can see all of my rolls. I actually don't like that. Uh, I can see it. If I click it, but it's a row of numbers, so I don't know what any of this... Yeah, yeah, I have to go out of my way to see it. Okay. Well, I, it's it's neither here nor there. I, I have other means of rolling, so it's fine. Okay. If I want the roll to be secret, I can make it be secret. Um, but yes, that was a one. So the one that is standing stands down. The ones that are um, reclined, shall we say do the equivalent of standing down that one does when they are currently lying in a puddle of grease. That seems like a good plan. I I, I appreciate your cooperation. I really do. I, I mean, it would be really interesting to uh, to kill you all and then raise you as zombies and bring you onto the bridge, but I don't think you'd enjoy that very much. <sighs> Daldane, I remain an incredibly huge fan. Really, I, I do. But uh, Ixnay on the Abizze... Oh, right. We're sorry. I mean, I love it's, it's, leaning into stereotypes, the, but uh it's it's the outfit I keep forgetting. I I'm not on stage. Yes. Um uh, would you mind if I press the digitated that that might cause some issues. Yeah, no. By all means. I, okay. I, so you're wearing the same outfit, but you are no longer in your stage makeup. Oh, that actually feels much better. Thank you. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. So, uh do you mind if we have a non-violent chat with your commanding officer? Ah, uh, yes, I believe that is another profanity that exists in multiple languages. A different number of languages than the ones you offered our friend JR here. Fascinating. You have a very rich tapestry of cultures that you have assimilated into your own. It's, a, it's amazing this spaceship is not a geometric shape, oh, but no matter. Uh, Look, we we swear we're just here to negotiate. We've already proven we can defend ourselves. Oh, if any of you are in need of medical attention, I and me myself and Jr. both have a number of healing spells. That me we too. Are, into. That we are offering to you freely right now. At this point, Mo has already walked up to the door and is knocking on it. Well, I should probably clean on. up that grease. Mm. Well, the grease spell lasts for a certain amount of time, then goes away. Correct. Yeah. How long? But it'll. Oh. oh, a minute. Okay. It so gone. it's, it, you've been talking for a while, but not quite a minute yet. So I should probably roll for Mo. Oh, no. Oh, no. Which is a separate character sheet that I did not add to the combat tracker, so I can actually roll in private. But never mind about that. I will be honest with my response. Oh, Mo is not a dex-based character. Oh, no. It's a oh, saving no. throw, right? Yep. Okay, well, Mo is proficient in dexterity saving throws. Ah, it's only a 23. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Mo gingerly steps across the grease on the ground and knocks on the door. Hmm, they don't appear to be answering. Probably because they think we're here with hostile intentions. I wonder who put that into their heads. I mean, to be fair, they did attack us first. By us, I mean you, but... I bet I can pick the lock. Oh, it's it's quite all right. Uh, I brought a pair of lock pucks myself. Um... And Mo turns towards the the gif that have been accompanying him. Uh, oh so, no 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 no! Uh, Corporal Westinghouse, Sergeant Lon- Longenberger, uh, would you be so kind as to open no, no, the door? No 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 no! I'm proficient inside of hand. I can open the door. You don't need to break thing. Oh, if you insist. And <sighs> to be honest, I don't think. In spite of your previous interactions, you have ever seen sad GIF before. But they look honestly put out that they don't get to do this thing. Go ahead and roll your sleight of hand. Uh, only a 14. Okay, so you managed to not get one of your lockpicks stuck inside the lock. But you're fairly certain that the type of picking you were doing was not designed for this kind of lock. Can I use a luck point? You most certainly may use a luck point. (laughs) Not much better. Yes, but a 16 is over 15, which was the target number. 
Oh. So you, you, you bracketed the 15 with your two rolls. That was a nice touch. <laughs> uh, so it takes you a while, and the, the GIF are just kind of like standing there awkwardly looking at each other, and I had the grenade out. I, I, I was ready to use it. I know, I know. It would have been fun. I know. But we're not... This is a diplomatic mission. Wasn't the last one a diplomatic mission, too? Well, okay, yes, point. That wouldn't have been an issue. I I continue to assert it would not have been an issue if they hadn't pulled out those glowing swords and tried to cut through the door with them. <laughs> that was most unexpected. <laughs> I think some of my finest moments or when I break EO. <laughs> Aggressive negotiations. Okay, now this whole conversation happens while Chroma is fiddling with the lock because you just got over the target number. So it takes a bit. And eventually you realize that it's not the kind of lock that you use lock picks on. It's more of an electronic lock. But fortunately... You're an artificer. This is still in your wheelhouse. I am proficient in electronic locks. Apparently so. And you still had your turret out, so you make use of them. I actually Th am proficient in electronic locks. Arcane lock is on the artificer spell list. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, it's it's. I suppose this is technically defeating one of your enemies, so I'm going to take it. And the lock... Makes a little click sound, and the door slides open, right into the wall. I say, I did not think such technology was possible. Doors that open on their own. Zenosha just sighs. She's, she wants to say something insulting to the gift, but knows now is not the time. It's like putting a, a cake in front of someone and saying, you're not allowed to eat this right now. <laughs> okay. And Mo says, thank you, Chroma. You are a wonderful asset to the party and strolls in like he owns the place. This may be unwise. And it's been about an hour. It has been about an hour. So what do you, what do you say we take a short break and when we come back, you get to meet a captain. A uh, captain. Well, in this case, the captain. But do yes. we get to pick which captain it is? No. I've already picked four. <laughs> it will not be Zap Brannigan. And, <laughs> and it will not be a moment where one of you says, I'm the captain now, either. I'm going to press buttons. I mean, you can't I mean, stop yeah, us. To be fair, to be fair, it's this is the chaos crew we're talking about. I'm pressing buttons now. We should be back. Aggressive negotiations can commence. The door has opened. Mo has walked in like he's owned the place, which is what I said before we went on break. And it's a rather spacious room for something that's on a spaceship, in which case I would say it's um, 30 feet by 30 feet square. There is a single desk on the far end with a single chair behind it and an elf wearing some kind of military uniform. Clearly, there's a bunch of ribbons and stuff on it um, that are probably denoting various things, who is standing behind the desk with both of his hands behind his back, kind of sort of standing at rest, but maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. To what do I owe this intrusion? First, the player wants to note that I have done the math and that isn't quite bigger than my house. Um, hi, uh... So uh, we hear you want the moon, and um, well, we'd uh, we'd really rather you not have it. That's not really your call. Oh yes, mine. it is. I assure you, it's my call. Well, um, one could argue it's our call, but yes, and we would prefer if 
when you vacated the premises, you did so in a way where you decided it was not a good idea to come back because that would be bad for a lot of reasons. Mm. Well, you're new to this whole negotiation thing, aren't you? I'm under a lot of stress right now. See, I was going to say the same thing about you. That was not talking. Uh, Is it? I got confused. Oh, sorry. But, well, uh, I have... I have three character voices, Dagnabbit. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, understood. I just got Sorry, lost. Sorry, I couldn't tell who was talking. <laughs> okay, well, it was it was mostly the captain, but Mo interjected about how you know maybe you maybe when the Elf Armada leaves, they shouldn't come back. Ah, uh, okay. Now gotcha. I understand. Yeah, this um, this is currently a negotiation because uh, Mo, while uh, while I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate that uh, you have been to my shows, and uh, I, I'm so thrilled that you like my performances. I have to confess, I've heard of you too. Only good things, and, I hope. Oh, the best of things. Wonderful. So uh, let's start with some introductions. This is Mo. My name is Daldane. Uh, behind me are Neri, Chroma, Gorga. Hi. And Zax. Zenosha, not Gorka. Oops. I'm sorry. Gorga dislikes this. Zenosha. Gorga dislikes everything about this. Considering <laughs> that Gorka is level five and yeah. whatever oh we encounter is calibrated for a group of <clears> level <throat> 11 people led by a level 19. And Gorga has already encountered hippos from another plane of reality and did not like that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were not related to the um, GIF, we hope. Oh, and I, I actually haven't been introduced to these uh, these two large gentlemen on either side of us. Um, but I'm Corporal Restinghouse and Sergeant Lonenberger, at your service. Corporal, Sergeant. Uh, I, I'm fairly certain that, uh, that given their current employment, they would prefer that you not take over the moon either. So, what's your name? Give me a persuasion check. Remember, you have advantage. I am remembering. Uh, dirty 20. Captain Tennyson. A player makes, making sure I heard that right. Tennyson? Close enough. Tennyson? I want to make... I, I genuinely I am copy-pasting. Sure right. okay. okay. Now, keep in mind, Tennyson. I often create a name and then mispronounce it. My own creation. Okay. I have done this repeatedly. Um... If there is a correct pronunciation that you are aware of for the element on the periodic table that has the same name, that would be it. Tenesini. No. Um. No. <laughs> it's but that's the that's the naming structure I've been using for all the L's. I noticed Co- that. Yeah, Rhodi um, is short for rhodium. Uh, all uh, no, it, as far as I know, it's pronounced Tennessee. I will mark this off my calendar. Pronounced a word correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. I will put a gold star next to that one. Mm-hmm. The star says you tried. <laughs> I, I like how we had a, a five-minute discussion on a name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love this game so much. And Tennessee, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. So, you want the moon? No. No, I don't. Well, your, uh, your pilot certainly seems to think you do. So she does. And he glares over at Cobalt, and Cobalt, again, tries to look smaller than the Cobalts. I don't care about your moon. I don't care about Cobalts, whether or not they had an empire. I don't care about Gif. I don't care about Tieflings. I care about my position, the elf civilizations that exist throughout the multiverse, and the chain of command. That is what I care about. My standing orders are to take the moon. Until I receive other orders, those are my orders. You've come to me to negotiate, and I do understand why. I, I truly do. I am currently the ranking officer of the Elf Armada within this sphere. But my orders did not give me leeway for negotiations. They were quite clear about what I was expected to do. Okay. I can sympathize with that. I appreciate your position. 
Can I can I ask a, a quick question? Apparently, my schedule has been cleared for me. Well, in fairness, I mean, it, it is a very quick question. Uh, how certain are you that the rest of the Armada is still there? As certain as I am that the sphere exists. Okay, so there's no possible way that, uh, say, the rest of your fleet could have left without you and, and decided to do something else or decided to change their orders or... No, not in the least. Matter of fact, I am certain that the fleet will not leave me. I well, have left that? the fleet. Well, you haven't left the fleet, have you? you I mean, you, you, were, you were ordered in here. You did what you were supposed to do. Um, the captain turns towards the wall and what may have appeared to some of you as a decorative element was in fact a window blind and he adjusts it and opens it. You made it very clear that you were very powerful when you entered the ship and a decision was made. I knew where you would be coming. I knew that me cowering in terror would do nothing. So I did not do so. There is a chain of command, and I have a duty as the commanding officer. My second in command will pick up where I left off. But as for us, and as you look out the window, you see the carrier with all the ships docked to it, including the one that brought you here, and what appears to be a, a small sailing ship, which is probably the one that Mo came in on, drifting away from you, or rather, probably because it's a matter of perspective, you are drifting away from it. Oh, that's fascinating. This what is an escape pod, isn't it? No, not quite. Not Ethan, the way it's been configured. You don't intend for anyone here to be making an escape? No, I don't. You intend for the carrier to survive in your abs? I've made arrangements quite some time ago. It's protocol. Oh, but as for your invasion party... There's not much you can do at this point. We really were just coming here to talk. So talk. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Uh, Zax is pacing back and forth going, trying not to rage, trying not to rage. Oh, the the elves that are with you have gone a very pale shade of green. Yeah, I bet. Does this ship or the pod we're in count as a plant? Oh. No. (laughs) (laughs) And doesn't count as a mushroom either before you ask. (laughs) Or an animal. It's all crystals made to look like plants. There are crystals that grow. Um, There's wibbly wobbly sciency wyancy. But never mind about that. So that is our session for today. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, thank you everyone for playing. Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people including Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Arshbeth hanging out in chat, LFA was hanging out in chat. Is there anything that anyone wants to plug? My mom writes books. You can find them at elizabeth-mccoy.com My website is bookofjen at bookofjen.net and it's got a lot of gaming stuff on it and a bunch of other stuff and I'm also the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast which is about Diablo games. You can find that at ShatteredSoulStone.com And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on along with other illustrious patrons including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Janadalok, Mickey, Shanshan, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, you know, I need a vacation. I need a nice, Hmm. long vacation with the family. I think that would be ideal. That is definitely what I'm going to be doing as soon as I'm no longer marooned with a bunch of kobolds, two hippo people, and more elves than I care to ever deal with again. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Good night.